Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Friday. Normally, uh, our dear friend Corey Andrew joins us on a Friday, but he can't make it this week, so don't worry, Naughties. It's just you and me, but we've got a ton of gossip, a ton of celebrity news to get to, so let's jump right in. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So the Friends casts first texts have been revealed about Matthew Perry's death. The Friends cast immediately took to texting one another following the tragic death of their co-star Matthew Perry. The director of the show, a gentleman named Jim Burrows, he directed over a dozen episodes of Friends. He revealed all the new details in a brand new interview with The Today Show. He said the following quote, I had texted the girls the day we found out. They were destroyed. It's a brother dying. Matthew passed away at just 54 years old of an apparent drowning at his California home on Saturday. He was found underwater and unresponsive before first responders arrived. The late actor's autopsy is complete, but a coroner ordered more tests, including for toxicology, which could take months. The cause of his death is still deferred, so we don't know exactly what caused his death yet, but we will when we get that toxicology report. What do you think about this? So a director of the show reached out to the girls. That's his word, not mine. I'm assuming he's meaning Jennifer Aniston, Courtney, Lisa Kudrow. So he reached out to them and they responded. And now He's talking about it. I would be really angry if I was Jennifer or Lisa or Courtney that he was doing this. Why are you talking to the press? The cast released a statement. 
All five of them released a really short statement following the passing of Matthew, clearly upset, clearly not really wanting to talk about this at the moment. It hasn't even sunk in yet. My sources are telling me they've not processed this yet. They are devastated. They are destroyed. They have been returning texts and clearly they've been talking to one another. But but now for a director of the show to talk to the Today Show and reveal what was in those texts. It feels a little wrong to me. In fact, it feels a lot wrong to me. I don't like this at all, which brings us to our poll question of the day. The Friends cast's first texts have been revealed following Matthew Perry's death. Our question is... Should these texts be private? This is something tragic that has happened, although I think we can apply this to all texts. If I text you, if you text me, how would you feel if I took a screen grab of that and gave it away online, on social media? When you talk to me, you're talking to me. You're not talking to somebody that you think is going to run to the Today Show or run to another media outlet. This is really, really something that bugs me. What do you think about this? Should these texts remain private? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Big dramatic news in the world of Bravo. So Peacock, which is NBC's streaming company. Now, NBC owns Bravo and they have this streaming company called Peacock. They might table the Real Housewives' ultimate girls' trip to Morocco in light of sexual assault allegations. So Bravo fans may never get to see the latest, the newest instalment of the Real Housewives' ultimate girl trip. Multiple sources have told Page Six that the network is considering tabling the Peacock spin-off altogether following Caroline Manzo's sexual assault allegations against Brandy. They say the following quote, The ultimate girls' trip Morocco is probably never going to air, and now they are thinking about tabling the Real Housewives of New York legacy too. So not just the girls' trip to Morocco, but also to the Real Housewives of New York legacy. That's with Ramona Singer, that's with Countess Luanne. That might never see their day of light either. Sources add, quote, NBC is really pissed off because they feel like Bravo let the production company Shed ruin multiple shows, Real Housewives of New York obviously being one. However, other sources say that the Real Housewives of New York legacy will air and there's no plans yet on what to do with the ultimate girl trip. Our sources are saying that a sexual abuse lawsuit brought against Bravo by the Real Housewives ultimate girl trip butler. There was a butler in Morocco and he has filed a sexual abuse lawsuit against the network. That is part of the problem. The other part of the problem too is that Ramona Singer has been saying, texting, doing some very racist, racist stuff. This has been exposed by Vanity Fair. What is shocking to me is that these accusations are not new. We knew about Caroline Manzo and Brandy Glansville in Morocco for a long time. That has been all over the press. And Bravo did nothing. However, 
now that this Vanity Fair story's come out, everybody now is walking on eggshells. Rightly so. It's outrageous, the allegations, particularly the racist allegations against Ramona Singer. Is this a turning point for The Real Housewives? Is this a turning point for Bravo? Is this bad behaviour that has not only been supported, but encouraged for decades by Bravo? Is that now a thing of the past? It's really interesting to see what happens. I think The Real Housewife of New York Legacy cannot air. Ramona Singer is on that show. We have some more news about Ramona later on in the podcast. She got fired from a big job. Also, too, my insiders are telling me that all the invites, all the parties in New York that used to love having a housewife there because they always get press. People love to write about them. They always get kicks online. They're, they get their bait almost, their bait to get readers. Well, nobody wants Ramona there anymore because who wants to look like they're inviting a racist to their party. Nobody wants that. You know, it can be funny to have a drunk there, somebody that's rude. But when you cross that line, when you allegedly use the N-word, that is something very different. So Ramona is fighting for her life and it's having a knock-on effect on all the other Housewives shows now, including The Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip to Morocco. My sources tell me this probably would have survived Caroline Manzo and Brandy Glansville. The incident, the kissing, the touching, what happened between the two of them might have survived had it not been for Ramona and this Vanity Fair story. But it's a tipping point, isn't it? Now it's just got to the point where we have to pay some attention to this. And rather than blow up the entire franchise, I think Bravo would rather sideline, would rather delete, get rid of these two spin-off shows and focus focus on the main franchise and steer away from all this ugliness. Ramona Singer, I don't think we're going to see her ever again on Bravo. Okay, moving along. Kanye West's humble way of life has been revealed. No chef, no security, no nannies, and that's just the way that Northwest likes it. Northwest prefers living a simple life at her dad's, Kanye West's apartment, which has no staffers, including security, according to her mom, Kim Kardashian. So Kim has revealed that North, who's now 10, oh my goodness, time flies by, would rather stay at her dad's humble condo than at Kim's plush $60 million mansion where there's a chef, there's a nanny, there's staff. Kim said the following, she'll be like, dad's is best. He has it all figured out. He doesn't have a nanny. He doesn't have a chef. He doesn't have security. He lives in an apartment with his wife, his new wife, Bianca. And this is something that she discussed with her sister Courtney and she started to say why don't you have an apartment mom I can't believe we don't live in an apartment she'd rather be an apartment than a 60 million dollar mansion lots of things about this story here so I do think kids want you around they don't want staff celebrity kids don't want nannies or butlers or security guards they want to be with their parents but I think these two because Kim is so clever particularly at public relations at PR I think this is Kim's way of maybe rehabilitating Kanye West. I don't believe for one minute that Kanye lives a quote, humble life. He's the opposite of humble, the opposite of humble. So is Kim trying to spin us, feed us a false narrative here? Maybe Kim 
this isn't going to work. Kanye has done and said such hateful things that I don't think there's any coming back from them. In the same way, there's no coming back for a Ramona singer. Kanye's on that list. People don't want anything to do with him anymore. And Kim saying that her daughter would rather be with Kanye than Kim. That isn't going to fool any of us, Kim. We know what you are up to. Yes, we do. Jennifer Lopez had a candid confession about her true feelings for Ben Affleck, and they're going to surprise you. So Jennifer is looking back on a year of marriage to Ben Affleck, and she's seriously contradicting all the reports about their romance that you're reading in the media. So speaking to Vogue, the singer and actress painted a picture of a perfect marriage, while the tabloids continue to do the opposite. Jennifer told Vogue that her relationship with Ben has enhanced her self-love because her husband, quote, wants me to understand my worth and know my value. Oh, that's lovely. She said the following. I'm finally at a point in my life where I love every part of myself unapologetically. Every part of me, my body, my voice, my choices, even my mistakes. All of it made me who I am and got me to where I am today. Jennifer's confession of self-love and adoration for her husband comes amid weeks of speculation about the state of their marriage. Remember recently we spotted Ben hanging out with his ex-wife Jennifer Garner. I didn't say Gardner, I got it right, Jennifer Garner. And it was widely reported that Jennifer had a lot to say about that friendship. Also too, the paparazzi caught Ben embracing his ex-wife in a hangout with their kids. That did not go over well either, but Jennifer is saying, quote, Ben wants me to understand my worth and my value, and I feel even more relaxed and comfortable, which makes me feel even more beautiful than I ever felt with anybody else. I love that Jennifer is speaking out about all this. I love that she's happy, and I love that she's found a man, a person, a human being that makes her love herself. Because as Whitney Houston said, that is the greatest love of all. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. And if it te- takes Ben Affleck or somebody else to teach you that, then it's a good lesson to learn. Let's all love ourselves a little bit more today. It is difficult. I do think, though, the older you get, hopefully the easier it gets to love yourself I had a long time struggling with my big nose, my broken arm, the way I sounded. I know I've got a ridiculous accent. Finally now, I've come to accept them all and not not, not just accept them, love them. I've learnt to love myself and ultimately it set me free. Okay, quickly before we go to break, we found out how Joe Jonas really feels about Sophie Turner dating after she was spotted kissing. So Sophie Turner and British aristocrat Mr. Pearson were photographed kissing together. He's very fancy. Sophie is open to the idea of dating again. A source adds that she isn't fully committed to anybody at the moment, but she's definitely putting herself out there and keeping her options open. So Pearson and Turner are not serious at all. They were spotted kissing in Paris on November 1st, but insiders say she's casually dating quite a few people and keeping her options open. There are a few men that have shown interest in her, but she's not jumping into anything right now. She's still getting divorced, everybody. Our source goes on to say, how is Joe feeling about Sophie moving on? Well, 
They say that he's not really concerned about it. And finding the next love of his life is not on his radar. He's focused his energy on his music and his family. They say, quote, Joe is doing great. Just great. And he had an amazing time celebrating Halloween with his daughters this past weekend. He has a lot on his plate with his career and his girls. And he doesn't have time to date. I hope this isn't Joe's people once again trying to dig at Sophie. If she wants to go out on a date, good for her. The marriage is over. Now they're going to tidy up all those loose ends. They're going to officially get divorced. They're learning to co-parent together. At some point, they are going to move on. They're going to find somebody else. And so I say, both of you, we want you to be happy. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. We didn't do a poll yesterday. I don't do polls when stories are so tragic. And our lead story yesterday was about Matthew Perry. So it just was not right to ask an opinion about that. We just presented the facts. But don't forget to vote on today's poll. It's about Matthew sort of today. It's really about the friends, though, who sent these really emotional texts after Matthew passed away. And our question is, should those texts remain private? They sent them to a director on the show, on Friends, and he released them to the Today Show. I don't like it, but what do you think? Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Matthew Perry wanted this actor to play him in a planned biopic. So Matthew Perry was working on a biopic, according to at least one person who saw him before his tragic death on Saturday. Athena Crosby, who was photographed having lunch with the actor the day before he died in an apparent drowning, told Entertainment Tonight that Matthew was excited about the idea of casting, get this, Zac Efron as himself. Now, Matthew and Zach previously did work together in 2009, the movie 17 again, and the two of them became really good friends, and Matthew was really impressed with Zach Efron's acting abilities and who he was as a person. He said he wanted to make a movie about his life. He had worked with Zach Efron in a past movie, and he said he wanted Zach Efron to play a younger version of himself, and he was going to ask him to do that. According to Crosby, Matthew was eager to share his story, including his recovery from years-long drug and alcohol addictions. Crosby elaborated, adding, quote, he was just looking forward to sharing more of his story and his recovery from addiction. Matthew, rest in peace. And now our naughtiest of the day, naughty, naughty, naughty. We teased this earlier in the show. Ramona Singer got axed from a real estate job at Douglas Elman. They're a big real estate company here in New York amid the Bravo controversy. So the Real Housewives of New York City star Ramona Singer has been axed from her job at Douglas Elliman, according to sources at page six. A source told page six the singer was fired from the gig on Tuesday. The reality star is embroiled in a controversy this week since Vanity Fair published their expose about the Real Housewives and all about Bravo. In the piece, it was alleged that Singer had used the N-word in a conversation with a black crew member of Housewives during season 13. 
Now, the lengthy, it was about 8,000 words, it's a very long article, but the lengthy bombshell featured claims that that Ramona's alleged use of the racial slur resulted in a complaint at her show's production and parent company, NBC, Bravo, Discovery. It was investigated at the time, and an internal investigation came to the following conclusion, that it was inconclusive. They couldn't figure out if this had happened, if this hadn't happened at the time. Ramona denied it, but now, thanks to this Vanity Fair expose, everybody's talking about it again, and Ramona has lost her job. Let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. My favourite part of the show. Don't ever think you did something wrong by asking to be treated right. Let me say that again. Don't you ever, ever think that you did something wrong by asking to be treated right. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Naughty Show. I see you. A production of iHeartRadio. And don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And leave us a review if you can. And remember, let me hear you singing along. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.